Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Susie on in for Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Joe Mansueto knows a thing or two about building things from scratch. The Munster, Indiana native started the financial services firm Morningstar at his kitchen table in the mid-80s. Now he's using his billions to create positive change and opportunity in and around Chicago. And he's trying to reignite the fire, pun intended, as the new owner of the Chicago Fire FC. He wants to get the city excited about soccer again. Joe Mansueto, welcome to Reset. Delighted to be here. Well, great to have you. Well, first, what was going on in your life that you decided to step away from the day-to-day at Morningstar about four and a half years ago? Well, you know, I love Morningstar, and I'm still very involved with it. And I decided when I turned 60, I was going to step down. So I notified my board when I was about 58. I said, uh, in a couple years, you know, when I turn 60, I'd like to step down. I love Morningstar, but, you know, I have broader interests in life, and so I wanted to do some other things. And so then when I turned 60, I handed over the reins to Kanal Kapoor, who started at Morningstar, you know, right out of college, is a terrific person, and Morningstar is in really good hands right now, and I wouldn't have stepped down if we didn't, I didn't have a good successor, but Kunal has been phenomenal, and again, I just had broader interests, wanted to pursue some other activities, uh, but still, at the same time, stay very involved with Morningstar. A lot of activities, indeed. Uh, since then, you purchased the Wrigley Building, the Waldorf Astoria Hotel, and the Chicago Fire. You're also bankrolling a $50 million office development in Humboldt Park and a $90 million soccer training complex in Belmont Cragen. I mean, that's not exactly semi-retirement, is it? Well, you know, um, I like to invest according to my passions. I got involved. I started Morningstar because I was passionate about investing. And so, you know, when I stepped down from Morningstar, I wanted to invest in some of the other passions that I have, you know, one of which is Chicago, uh, investing in a number of projects here. But, you know, not just any projects, ones that um, I think resonate with my interest in architecture and design. So you touched on, on the Wrigley Building. Um, I got very interested in soccer. And so investing in an MLS club, the Chicago Fire. Um, and so really I've gone from doing one thing for three decades, Morningstar, to a portfolio of things, you know, all aligned with interests and passions that I have. Well, you mentioned Chicago as a passion, but, you know, with all the financial problems, uh, with a recent rise in gun violence, why so bullish on Chicago? Yeah, I have very deep roots uh, in Chicago. You know, as you touched on in the introduction, I grew up in northwest Indiana. Uh, and then I went to, which is not far from uh, Chicago, so we used to come downtown as kids uh, to Marshall Field, take the South Shore train. Uh, and then I came to college when I was 18 here in Chicago, and I've been in the city proper uh, ever since. But Chicago's a world-class city. You know, it's got so many incredible attributes. Uh, We all know the wonderful lakefront that we have here, the Mm -hmm. stunning architecture, the rich cultural institutions, museums. You know, it's home to 9 million people in the broader Chicago area. A long list of top companies are located here. So, you know, many, many good things uh, going for it. As you say, it's, it's not without its problems, like many big cities. And we need to get a handle on those problems. But again, I think, there's, I think the positives outweigh the negatives. And I'm betting that our political leadership can get a handle on, on the problems that we do face. 
Well, what do you say to other high net worth people about Chicago and, and about why you're investing in the city and its people? Uh, it, and in those conversations, do you think you've, you've changed some hearts and minds? Well, hopefully I set a good example. You know, I'm not really out uh, trying to convince others to do, you know, what they want with their investment assets. But I invest according to what, you know, I like and enjoy and hopefully, you know, create some positive change in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, as I said, I, I like preserving older buildings like the Wrigley Building. We're also renovating the Belden Stratford uh, up in Lincoln Park. Uh, we're doing an interesting project out in Humboldt Park called the Terminal. Pile National was a company that made uh, headlamps for locomotives. It's since gone out of business. Actually, they made the uplights at Soldier Field with those lights. And so it, there's about three older buildings, 100 years old, 250,000 uh, square feet that we're converting into creative office space. Um, and hopefully help kind of bring Humboldt Park up, mm-hmm. so kind of an out, getting out from the downtown area, investing some of the neighborhoods, which aligns with Mayor Lightfoot's vision of invest, you know, on the west side and the south side. Mm-hmm. Real estate is very bespoke, you know, it depends on the opportunity, but I think we found a number of opportunities in Chicago uh, that make a lot of sense, yeah. and again, hopefully create some positive change here in the city. Well, some of your other recent investments include medical devices, smart ovens, and and something called (laughs) Foxtrot Market. Uh, What is Foxtrot about? Yeah, you may have seen their their stores uh, here in Chicago. It's uh, started by a guy named Mike Lavitola, a really smart entrepreneur. But it's kind of a a reinvention of a 7-Eleven is how Mm -hmm. I think of it. You know, it's got the convenience store aspects of a 7-Eleven, but also it's kind of uh, smushed together with a, a cafe, so you can go and get a, a latte and sit and study if you want. And and then it has two-hour de- delivery for the homes within the, the neighborhood of Foxtrot. Um, so it started as e-commerce, but uh, quickly the physical stores have taken off. Um, and so there's a number of them throughout Chicago. Uh, Mike has raised venture capital and has now expanded to D.C. and is going to expand to a number of other cities in the U.S., but I think of it as a reinvention of a, a convenience store with a cafe added onto it. Yeah, interesting. Well, when you're partnering with a, a person or an entity to develop everything from a neighborhood to a building to a product, what are some of the things you're looking for? Well, with a business, I'm looking for a passionate leader. Um, and, uh, you know, the de- idea has to be pretty good. But more, more than anything, I'm investing on the, the leader of that entrepreneurial venture uh, because often the, the plans are going to change, the business will pivot, but you've got to bet on the leader to have resilience and to figure out a way to grow and be successful. Uh, and so I like to invest in people with a vision, people who are passionate about that vision, you know, have the executional skills uh, to really make some progress. Uh, and then real estate's a little different. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, it depends on the building. As I said, I'm attracted kind of to the older structures like the Belden Stratford, uh, and, and the Wrigley Building, but not ex- and the, the terminal out in Humboldt Park I mentioned, but not exclusively. Uh, I think you touched on in the introduction. Uh, the Waldorf Astoria is a wonderful hotel on Walton uh, in the Gold Coast that became available during the pandemic. And so it was a bet that the world would recover, people would travel again and stay in hotels. And it's in a wonderful part of, of Chicago. Uh, it's a beautiful design, lovely courtyard. And that's a fun one. I never thought I'd be in the hotel business, but I've enjoyed learning about that. And, you know, typically we partner with 
operators in those verticals who really know those domains. So we've got a good partner with the Waldorf who knows the hotel business, a good partner with the Belton Stratford who knows multifamily housing. And the goal for me is not to build up a big real estate company, to really partner with talented professionals in those areas. Mm -hmm. That's Joe Mansueto, one of the biggest investors and philanthropists in Chicago. You can read more about his pursuits over at Crane's Chicago Business Today. Mansueto is the founder of Morningstar Incorporated and owner of the Chicago Fire FC. And speaking of the fire, uh, we talked to you soon after you acquired the Chicago Fire. And there was a lot of work to do. And then the pandemic hit. Uh, What have been some of the toughest parts of, of being a team owner in a global pandemic? You know, I've loved every minute of owning the fire, Uh, but you're right. You know, buying a sports team at the outset of a pandemic is not the best timing looking back, but uh, you don't often have an opportunity to buy a major sports team in one of the biggest cities uh, in the U.S. And so even if I had known the pandemic was coming, I still would have moved forward. But I just see so much potential for the Chicago fire uh, in Chicago. If you look at what's going on in some of the other cities across the U.S., uh, Atlanta, Seattle, Portland, uh, the MLS clubs in those towns are super popular. Mm-hmm. You know, here in Chicago, the club was out in the suburbs and um, I think just underperforming what it could be. And so the project was really to kind of revitalize the fire, you know, make it more relevant to Chicagoans. So we moved downtown to Soldier Field. Uh, we put the team on WGN, so exposing the club to everyone in the Chicago land area. Uh, and then investing quite significantly, both um, in on-field talent and in the whole organization, the front office side. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think we've made a lot of progress. You know, we're still below the playoff line. If you look at our results, we had a really entertaining game on Saturday where we had a club record 31 shots. But we still, unfortunately, lost the game to Toronto. But it was highly entertaining. You know, it's a great match day experience, a lot of families some loyal supporters who are, you know, adding a lot to the atmosphere. So I think we're going in the right direction, uh, but we still have work Mm -hmm. to do, uh, both on the field uh, and then building the organization. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. We had famed soccer announcer Arlo White on the show recently, and he was impressed with the backroom staff and culture you've developed. Um, You know, of course, fans want to see results on the field immediately, but but you say it was important to build the structure people don't see first. Um, Tell us a little more about that. Yeah, first of all, it was great having Arlo announce Chicago Fire Games, um, three or four of them uh, recently. And Arlo is the global voice of soccer. He has a special connection to Chicago. He came here when he was 13 and really fell in love with the city. And so he's agreed to uh, announce Chicago Fire Games when the Premier League season ends. He calls for uh, the Premier League games for NBC. You know, trying to build the organization is key. I mean, it's, it's how I approach Morningstar. You've got to build the right culture, uh, get the right people on board, and create a great place where people can do their, their very best work. Um, and so one of the first things I did is brought in new leadership on the sporting side. Georg Heist came from uh, Switzerland, where he was very successful. Uh, we just hired a new president on the business side, Ishwara glassman Krein, uh, who came from uh, New York and Verizon, Yahoo Sports, where she was a senior leader. And actually, Ishwara talks a lot about you know, having a rock star in every role. And that's what we want to do. We want to bring real talent. Um, into the fire, and then empower them, you know, really to do their, their very best work. 
And so it's trying to build the right culture at the club, a real commitment to excellence, and then just doing the right thing at every turn. You know, we need a new training center, for example. We were training out at uh, uh, out in the suburbs, and we needed a bigger facility. Um, we have high aspirations for the club, and if you want a world-class club, you need a world-class training facility. Mm-hmm. So we're out now talking to the city about building a, a training facility out in the Belmont Cragen neighborhood of Chicago. Um, so at every turn, we're looking to invest in the club and make sure that, you know, we've got a, a world-caliber person in every seat, and everyone is pushing as hard as possible, both on the sporting side uh, and on the business side, mm-hmm. to build a, a club that all Chicago can be proud of. I'm feeling some... Uh... Uh, Ted Lasso vibes here. <laughs> um, I love Ted Lasso. Well, what's what's your timetable for creating a club that can uh, compete for championships on a regular basis? Hey, as soon as possible, Susie. Um, you know, the only thing I can do is push as hard as we can. Uh, you know, the timing is a bit uncertain. I have no doubt we'll get there. Um, but, you know, we'd like to do that uh, as quickly as we can. Um, you know, we're below the playoff line today. We still hope to make the playoffs. You know, we've got about half the season uh, to go. We've got three home games in August if your listeners want to come see a game. Uh, but we want to just push as hard as we can uh, for, you know, results on the, on the field. We've brought in some uh, talent, uh, people like Ignacio Alexeda. We call him Nacho, a young kid from Argentina, just a dynamic player combined with um, – a more veteran talent like Alvaro Madron is our midfielder, super talented guy from Spain. Gaston Jimenez from Argentina, a wonderful um, six kind of defensive midfielder. Mm-hmm. So we're putting, you know, the team is really starting to gel now. And so I think, you know, we're, we're close to competing. Um, but we'll be adding, you know, in the next offseason, I'm sure, another layer of mm-hmm. talent. Um, and so uh, I think with more, you know, increased fan support, the fans have been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hopefully that will blow, blow us and, you know, kind of get us to, um, you know, championship level sooner. But, yeah. again, we're investing at every turn. But I think, you know, it, it's, it's not far off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like what I'm seeing, uh, but we need to keep pushing harder. All right. Well, we'll be watching for that. That's Joe Mansueto. He's the founder of Morningstar and owner of the Chicago Fire FC. Go Fire. Thanks for taking the time today to check in with us. Hey, thanks so much, Susie, for having me on. And that's today's Reset. For more conversations with people working to make a difference in and around Chicago, make sure you're subscribed. And tell a friend. You could also take a few seconds to give us a rating and review. It really helps other people find us. Thanks for listening. I'm Susie Ann, and we'll catch you back here tomorrow for more Reset from 91.5 WBEZ Chicago. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.